Welcome to the Buried Gems Podcast, where we dig through internet literature to try and find the next big thing. Like, you're not helping me at all. I'm just, I'm just sitting here listening to you say, you know, say English stuff. And, you know, that's not helpful. I don't know how I, you wanted to learn French, but this sounds like the best French one class. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a best French one class, terrible French four class. Oh, God. I do not <laughs> recommend it French when it's four? French four. Yeah. How are you not speaking French in French four? Dude, I'm telling you, like, I'm not. Aren't you supposed not, to be only speaking French in French yes. four? Uh, uh, you're supposed to be only be speaking French in French three. Yeah. Like, French three is finally when we're like, okay, we know everything now. Just speak French and do it. And it's like, hang on, guys. We're going to talk for serious. Because the problem is, is that she was so bad at the class, none of us knew French. So, like, you know, she would start talking to us, and we just have blank stares. And so she'd have to switch to English to talk to us. But it's like. Well, what, you know what? <laughs> speaking of thing, uh, speaking of people who don't speak French, we have Seth and Soren here <laughs> on the podcast. They also do not speak French. Oh, God. Oh, oh, yeah. We have one with me. <laughs> Along with me, as someone that took four semesters of French, I don't know a single word of it. Like, you know, I know like a couple of single words. I can't say a sentence. Je parle français, oui, oui. Oh. So, well, luckily for you, we don't have any French today. Right? Oh, man. That'd be so screwed. You'd be like, what's this mean? And I'd be like, I, uh, oui, oui, mon ami. I don't know. Shit. Uh, Pourquoi? For anybody new here, uh, the, what we do on this on this this fine program, uh, we don't speak French, that's for sure. But what we do is we go through the uh, archives of internet literature to try and find like the next big thing, the next Harry Potter, the next Game of Thrones. Um, you can't go to big authors because they've already made it half big, so it's not really like they're probably you know it's just not it doesn't count. Like they're not going to make it big if they're already half big. That's like saying yeah, we're looking for a real rags to riches story here. Rags to riches stories, which we I here. feel like is J.K. Rowling at her you know at her finest. You know this is this is why we're trying to find the next Harry Potter because she had a typewriter you know just typewriting away her novels. You know we're gonna yeah, find. But she and un- unluckily for her, she wasn't able to put her novels on the internet to where other people could read them. Like, that's, that's the thing. This is where it begins. All of the all of the next young adult fiction novelists are going to be found on the internet writing shitty fan fiction. It's already. <laughs> hey, everybody's got to start somewhere, right? It's just that J.K. Rowling had nowhere to post her shitty fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why she she that's why she stayed in an author. No one, no one. <laughs> Could you imagine how amazing it would be if you learned that J.K. Rowling was just found by like four college students on a random podcast and they just took out from there? That's what happened to that uh, that Fifty Shades of Grey lady. She like wrote a fan fiction of Twilight on her phone, where it was like yeah. really like it was like the really random, and then became Fifty Shades of Grey. Ah. <laughs> so this is a legitimate quest. We're gonna find something good here. So we uh, have two good stories today, two great stories. I think I think these ones will make it. So the first one is on fictionpress.com. It's just a original fiction website. Uh, it's a sister site to fan fiction. It's it's a great site. And we're gonna look at the first story is from the author Chaotic Neutralist. They joined in 2014 and they last updated their profile in 2018. They've written seven stories on the site. Uh, you know, pretty overall good, uh, good bio, pretty straightforward. Also is a author on fan fiction. So if you want to go 
if you like this story, you can come see their other stories here or go to fanfiction.net and uh, check out their stories there. But the story we're going to read from them today is called No World, No People, No Problems. And it's... Uh, it sounds chaotic and neutral. It's very chaotic neutral. It is. We start, so this is just a short little funny story. You know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good thing. So uh, do you got it up? Yes, I do. Let's do this. Ash rises into the air, the crackle of flames drowning out the screaming. The College of Mages, the last hope in his quest to recover the staff of the Black God, burns. Yuta's limbs tremble, his head lowering. He's supposed to be the hero. He's supposed to make sure that things like this don't happen. Yuta drops his sword, the damn sword that started all of this, and lets out a long sob. If only the Brotherhood hadn't chosen him, he'd be at home, in his village, with his family, and not on a series of endless fetch quests for a bunch of uppity priests. Yuta. A soft voice asks, a lithe palm resting upon his soldier shoulder. Are you crying? <laughs> Yuta looks up at Mari, wiping his snotty nose and forcing himself to his feet. It's all my fault. He sobs. Everyone else is dead. Mari, dead. I'm just so glad that you made it through, but I should have. I could have. <laughs> He hiccups and falls, leaning into her side. Mari sighs and strokes his luscious hair, and those gravity-defying multicolor locks cursed to blow forever in the non-existent wind that mark him as a chosen, more commonly referred to as an unpaid intern among the brother- Brotherhood initiates. But I digress. Oh, Yuta, you know I love you, but you're being silly. All of this is entirely beyond your control. You can't blame yourself for that which was entirely out of your hands. She reassures him, wiping away a streak of ash on his cheek and then pecking his forehead. Yuta's shoulder slumps as he relaxes. Mari's face twitches slightly as he rubs his snotty face all over the bosom of a brand new robe. Oh, Seriously? Uh... Not cool, man. She's not your personal cleanest. <laughs> Wait, what? That, was, that wasn't a comment that was in the story. <laughs> <laughs> so he's doing fetch quests, and he, yeah. you know, he's just upset that he has to keep, you know, doing fetch. Well, he, quests. he lost, you know, at the beginning. The College of Mages is dead, and, and it was his fetch quest to over. stop <laughs> that. I guess. <laughs> and then started wiping his disgusting nose all over her robes. That is so disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sad. I'm crying. You really think so? Yuta asks, forcing a feeble smile and steadying himself. Indeed, why should he be moping when there is revenge to be had upon the ones that started this whole mess? If the Eclipse Society hadn't stolen the damn staff, none of this would have happened. Why was the Brotherhood keeping such a dangerous staff anyways? Surely it would have been smarter for them to destroy the staff or somehow negate its pyrokinetic abilities. Then it wouldn't have been an issue. I don't know why that made me laugh. It's like, if the college is on fire, it's like they, they had only found a way to stop the fire staff from emitting fire. That was it. Couldn't even do what a <laughs> That's all they had to do, guys, to not have the college burn down. Uh, <laughs> then it wouldn't have been an issue. Yuta pauses, thinking back to the high priest. No, that guy would never harm anything with historic value. Ugh, nerds, always causing all sorts of problems. Oh, I know so. Mari replies, taking <gasps> several steps back and allowing Yuta to regain his footing. I am the one that killed the rest of our party and set the building on fire after all. 
wait, wait, what? Yuta asks before receiving a fireball directly to the face. Ouch. Dazed, Yuta downs one of a po- one of the potions of instant health that he had left dangling on one of his many, was, many... Was ouch just thrown in there? Was there did somebody say that? Or was no, that it's just, just, just thrown in there. Those, those response nice. to hitting a fireball <laughs> like, to the face. It's like, ouch! That really hurt. That really hurt. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I did not. Why did this companion I know all this time that knows fireball? Why did I not put two and two together? Why do I not think about things? Damn me. Yuta downs one of the potions of instant health that he had left dangling on one of his many, many belts, just in case he ever needed it. He had known that purchasing every health potion that he could find and hoarding them for the final battle would pay off eventually. Yes, <laughs> it was I! Mari proclaims, tugging on the hood of a road to cast oh, her face shit. in a dramatic shadow. Yuta gasps. <gasps> With her face disguised in that oddly familiar looking staff in hand, she just looked exactly like the leader of the Eclipse Society. Had my plans nearly <laughs> come to fruition with the college of maidens destroyed all that is left for me <laughs> is to light the is to set light <laughs> to the great pyre and cleanse this filthy world from the annals of history slowly yuda raises his hand waiting to be called on yes mari asks rubbing her temples why does she feel a headache coming on <laughs> He's like, hold on, what? Did you get that? <laughs> uh, did, did you say that you burned down the whole? That was, are, did you? Did I hear that the right way? I'm gonna give you. A chance. <laughs> Hang on. Um, could you repeat that, please? Yuta says, scratching the back of his head and laughing awkwardly. Mari takes a deep breath, her eyebrows twitching as she clenches her fist. I was really dazed by that fireball I took to the face earlier. <laughs> Put me out of it for a second. Hang on. Hey, hang on one second. <laughs> I got really hit in the head. I don't remember what happened. What, what's going on here? Who are you? explains as if she was talking to a toddler enunciating each and every syllable in in the defense he did raise his hands to ask a question so like it it might actually be a 14 year old (laughs) there's a pause and the two simply simply stare at each other um but why why what do you mean why Villainy is a respectable, well-paying nine-to-five job, and world-destroying is simply simply part of the job description. You can't be a proper villain without wanting to destroy the world. We all gotta work and not put bread on the table. It's not my fault. Seeing that Yuta clearly did not understand a word of what she just said, Mari asks, If I don't destroy the world, what the hell am I supposed to do with it? Well... <laughs> That's such a lag. Like they put so much work into creating this story, and then this dude's just literally doing evil, <laughs> just cause. <laughs> Listen here, nobody likes their job. Okay, we do it because we have to. <laughs> 
All right, time to destroy the world. <laughs> I have to feed the kids with my paycheck I get from destroying okay. the world. When you don't get a college degree, you have to fend for yourself. <laughs> well, I suppose you could become our evil overlord or something. Empress Marie does have a nice ring to it. You to reply, stroking his non-existent goatee. That's over, lady, mister. And no, that sounds like way more trouble than it's worth. Mari huffs. Look, if there is no world, there are no people, and there are no problems. That means you don't have to do fetch quests anymore. And it means that I don't have to deal with the stigma of being a dropout from the damn College of Mages, all right? Okay, so this guy did drop out of college, so that's established. Yeah. I'm happy. If we've learned anything, is that if you drop out of college, you are evil. That's what I think I've learned from this. It's a real slippery slope. I know, right? Uh, now that I think about it, I don't think I've ever seen you use higher magic before. Yuta says. Mori makes a choking noise, but quickly covers <laughs> it up with a cough. <laughs> Look, here we get to the epic battle part already. My shift ends in... Mori pauses to check her wristwatch before continuing. About ten minutes, and I like to take a relaxing bubble bath as everything burns down around us. She crossed her arms, tapping her foot impatiently. Uh, sure. I mean, all of my friends are dead, and it turns out my girlfriend is a nut job. So I don't really have anything better to be doing right now. You two replies. Then he turns to face the absurdly large sheath laying on the ground behind him. Oh yeah, the sword. About that, his voice was wavering. Yuta says, uh, There's just one problem. I can't uh, really lift my sword. <laughs> He's impotent. That's the symbolism. It's, this is really actually a sexual conquest. <laughs> In one of your bedrooms. Something, something, phallic symbol, I mean, something. You know, honestly, when this story started, I was against him. But like, the more he unfolds the story, this guy's got no college degree. He's impotent. His girlfriend's crazy. I'm kind of on his side. Like, he's he's definitely a sympathetic villain. I mean, I gotta admit, I like him more than the good guy. He's sounds kind of like an idiot. No, that was that was the good guy. Okay, guy yeah, yeah, sword. that's what I thought. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's Utah. Yeah, he's the good guy. Mari's the the bad girl. She she's uh wants to burn down right. the world. And then there's the other girl who has the headache. <laughs> it is no, that's no, oh, okay. only two people. It's I got just confused Mari. there for a second. <laughs> All right. So he was like with his girlfriend, and he thought he like caused the world to be destroyed, and then she like backstabbed uh, him, and it turned okay. evil. That's why. Uh, I okay, them. gotcha. I think yeah. I imagine she like super saiyan. That was kind of like my yeah. thought process. He did put a, she so, did put yeah. a cloak on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> For a long time, I never understood why people would bang their heads against brick walls, and then I met you. Mari rubs her eyes, trying not to cry out of sheer frustration. Thanks, I think. Yuta asks, grinning sheepishly. That's, uh, not the right response. <laughs> You're hopeless. Deep breath. Deep breaths. What do you mean, 
You can't lift <laughs> your sword. You've been carrying it around for weeks. <laughs> well, yes, but I can't actually wield it. You two replies. Does it look like I have any arm muscle at all? Uh, the brother gave it to me solely for intimidation. And now we see where purposes. the problems of the relationship are arising. <laughs> Do you even know how to fight? Mari asks, exasperated. Suddenly she finds herself regretting more than usual her inability to be anything other than an antagonist. These days, villainy is almost always is almost the only thing a mage can do without a degree. Uh, some. <laughs> Yuta says, shrugging. The Brotherhood had trained him. Kind of, a little bit, okay, not at all the much, but it was enough to get by on. He made it this far, after all. That's enough! Mari exclaims, launching another fireball at him. I'm tired of playing these games with me, you. Face me with all you've got. No running away this time. Eek! You just shrieked, barely dodging the attack in time. He glares at his singed hair. How dare she? Doesn't she know how many hours it takes in the morning to make his hair float like that? Setting his anger aside, he rolls back toward his sheath sword and tugs at the handle, praying for that once he may be able to lift it. Swoosh! There was a pause. For a moment, the two simply stared at the in his hand. Yuta stares back at the stubby blade. Did I... Did I break it? No, they gave you... a dagger? More silence. <laughs> Mari had honestly thought that this couldn't get any worse, but yet again, Yuta had taken it upon himself to prove her wrong. Confused, just confused, he peers into the sheath and finds it stuffed with rocks. Well... It wasn't actually intended to be used, he supposes, but still, even this is a bit absurd for the Brotherhood. It's better than nothing. Drawing the itty-bitty blade and falling into a fighting stance, sweat pours from his brow. Uh, maybe this hero thing wasn't such a good idea. Oh my god. <laughs> but you have not seen my final form! Mari shouts. <laughs> I shall now transform into a mighty dragon! She raises the staff into the air and starts to chant. A bright light filling the street. Yuta stares dumbly into the light. So that's why they're called Eclipse. A light, the light fades, and lying in the middle of the street is a pile of clothing. Where did Mari go? Oh wait, what? what's that lump? Yuta approaches and tosses the discarded fabric aside. A, a carp? Mari clears his throat and says, I shall now transform into a distant cousin of the mighty dragon? But fish don't breathe air. Yuta says, confused. Mari stares up at him, helpless, and at that very moment, as a result of recognizing the contradictory nature of her own existence, she dies of oxygen deprivation. Yuta stares at the dead carp, and then at his dagger, and then back at the dead carp. His stomach growls. I could go for some sushi right now. A nice meal and a long walk later, Yuta reports his victory to the Brotherhood and is heralded as a hero throughout the land before being forced to go on another minor fetch quest. At least he got some decent health potions as a reward. The end. <laughs> this guy is a terrible hero. He just like attempted not to die and let her just burn up in flames just, by herself. Yeah, yeah apparently. <laughs> I mean, she turned into a carp. Yeah. She that's turned into fault. a fish, so you know that's not good. <laughs> not and then she died of oxygen, you know, deprivation. So then you know, you decide to eat her. Yeah. No to and... all the aspiring wizards. Try your spells before you end up in a fight. <laughs> yeah, might turn into a fish. Make sure you're near. I mean, who expects to get a fight with their girl, though? I mean, come on. That's true. 
I mean, like, uh, well, not that kind of fight, if you know what I mean. A wink. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to know what your implication is, David. I'm a little scared. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's rate this guy. How, how do you guys feel about That's this? Five or no? Four out of five. Harry Potter's. It was. It was funny. It was. It was self-aware, and I'm, I sounded like it ended up on a good, funny note. Although I'm not 100 percent sure what happens. <laughs> <laughs> something about Bushi, Dragon's cousin. It was. It seemed like a good thing. It was self-aware and it was. It was comedic, which is what so many of these things are lacking. I feel like four out of five, Harry Potter's. It's not quite on the same level, but this this guy has potential in comedy, young adult fiction writing. I was. I was expecting it to be so bad by like the third line. I was just tapping out. It was actually really funny. I agree with. I have to give it a four out of five as well. And it was purposely funny, so I don't, I didn't, I I didn't uh, tell you guys this. So I didn't tell you guys this, but this is a parody. Yes. So this is not a serious story. I didn't want to bring it up at the beginning, but yes, this is this is a parody. So I have to give it a four out of five as well. That was pretty good. That seems fair. I'm also interested. It seems like there's a lot of prequel material in here. Like, yeah, I think we could learn a lot more. I'll be interested to see if he goes back in time. So if you if you're listening, chaotic neutralists, we love it. Make more. <laughs> we want to read the next chapter. Okay, well, we got to take a quick break, y'all, so we'll be back in just a second. So I was walking down the street the other day, and I was thinking about this great product, and really, you, you, you want to know the street? That's the detail you're interested in, not the product, not the the company that has asked me to tell you about their products. You want to know what street it is and what day it was. Well, it was Sunday. Let me get back on track. Your invasive questions. So I was walking down the street, and you, wow, you just won't give up on finding out what street this is, will you? Fine. You know what? Uh, I'm out of time anyway. It was first street. You happy now? I might re-enroll in school again just so I, I think can do I have that. a negative desire. <laughs> I, have I think I'm absorbing some of that desire. I have so a that strong I can, if I can be desire. honest, I feel like being a substitute teacher frowns on masturbating. I feel it like that's may, the one that says it's okay. I, I was about to say, I was like, I'm sure if any you know profession was going to say that was okay, it would definitely be the substitute teacher, right? <laughs> you can just change districts. They'll never know. Right? I mean, you're, you're probably still good with the TSA. I feel like if you want to enact this plan, you're going to have to move it to a city with better public transit so that you could sneak off into the subway after rubbing one off and really get into a new neighborhood. So, like, you could, like, live in Brooklyn and then go jerk off in, like, South. So, what you're saying is I have to move to Houston. You've thought about No, it's just that whenever you don't. Well, I'm not ashamed of my work. Figuratively saying, you're just trying to spread the word. Yeah, you, well, you don't want it to where that the school kids recognize you at the school you teach. Look, at. all I'm yeah, saying is that we should we should really just view it as graffiti, right? I mean, you know, yeah. I'm gonna spray on the wall, and it's gonna be art. So I'm protected, I think, right? Oh my god. <laughs>
hey guys, I'm Mystic. And one of the kids was like, oh, you're the dude that he's just, shut up! And so we're here back at Barry Jim's on the second part, and we have uh, the same crew as before. Uh, or we're just going to apologize in advance for any mispronunciations in this one. Um, <laughs> this takes place in San Francisco's Chinatown, so there might be some things that we just don't say right. Oh my god. I'm Remember, so Chinese is a tonal language, <laughs> so it matters like what your pitch is. It's just in San Francisco's Chinatown. It's in, yeah, it's... it's uh, so you guys remember Dak Tribal? You might have heard a few of his stories before. He's the one, uh, the Force of Nature story. Oh, with right. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with the... Anyone who did not hear Takaru. the Force of Nature story is a young boy, Takaru, wakes up in the morning, oh. accidentally walks in on his uh, fox demon spirit bride, uh, oh, goes, God. eats breakfast, and uh, catches the bus. It was a great story. It was so bad. It's, and, and, and it sounds better... <laughs> not a fan, apparently. It was a two out of five Harry Potters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should have been a one out of five Harry Potter. It should have been somehow. a one out of five. I, just, I think we didn't I thought know we yet. Could go lower, but I don't know if we can. <laughs> it was just boring. So the thing is, Dak Tribal, I think he's a great author, and all great authors start somewhere. We all know that, like J.K. Rowling and Stephen King, probably started writing the exact same thing, like uh, identically. The exact I probably same thing. The exact word for uh, word, word verbatim. Actually, it's a little, <laughs> it's a little eerie. <laughs> so of course we're gonna go back to dak tribal and try and see these uh let's see is this is actually a week before a force of nature came out so this will be like almost like you get to see a week's worth of improvement but backwards from the other story he's quick on the process he's dedicated yeah i mean he's he, he joined the site in uh January seventh of this year, so it's a very recent author, and he's um uh, this is on fakewad.com. Wait, so is this a, is this a continuation? January seventh of twenty nineteen. No. Yes, of twenty nineteen. Wow, okay, this is not a continuation. Yeah. Okay. No, it's not. No, um, no, this is a this is a separate story. I gotta but say, he made after this, that uh, cliffhanger hanging, I'm I was craving some more, <laughs> so I'm sad. Well, we're not gonna get it probably for another week. It looks uh, like. God. But so on this one, uh, Dak Tribal is a. Uh, Teenage siblings are living in San Francisco's Chinatown, and uh, we'll just see. I am so the... sorry. Right now, <laughs> if there's light so traffic sorry. in San Francisco. <laughs> I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> so this is um, without any further ado, the storm of Chinatown. You're such an idiot. A teenage girl of Chinese descent walked infuriatingly down the stairs of her home and into the back was wearing a golden yellow blouse and short denim stomped across the carpet on bare shouting was heard loud and clear through the entire restaurant, which was thankfully empty. What she was shouting about became apparent as a boy her age came tumbling down the stairs behind her, carrying what looked like a Catholic school uniform, but it was spotty oh with God. white splotches instead of black. Man, we're off to a hot start. <laughs> this know? is how the other one started, too. Wait, okay, hang on. So, these people are uh, from Hong Kong. Is that primarily Catholic... Like religion-wise, or is I, this kind of odd? That, you know? I highly doubt it. I think it's just a sexual thing. <laughs> Honestly, agreed. Agreed. I, I it has nothing to do with the religion. Dude, they moved to America. They got to join the the preppy private Catholic school. I mean, that's just classic storytelling. Right, um, classic the boy had storytelling. <laughs> of course. The boy had short black hair and wore a green T-shirt that was designed to look like a karate uniform, complete with non-existent sash at the bottom edge. I told you I'm sorry, Alexia. I tend to forget about the rushing rules and all that. 
The girl. Wait, what? <laughs> can, I, can I hear that? Yeah, again? I, I, I need that one more trying time. Trying to pick through the accent. Yeah, I, here. I told you. I'm sorry, Lexia. I tend to forget about the washing rules and all that. The girl, Lexia, stopped and turned to face her brother in front of the register at the entrance of what was obviously by her, beside herself. Harder than Molten jabbed a finger on his chest. Okay, can I you just say stop perfect with the, Mandarin? The slightly racist Asian accents. I, I, I can't <laughs> handle it. I, I, I can't even understand what you're saying. That was Chinese. <laughs> that that was uh, he, what he was supposed to be saying was. So it was not, I couldn't, okay, all right, okay. It's actually, and if you guys want to know what it's translated to, it is translated to, how could you use bleach instead of soap? Uh, the classic rookie mistake. The old habit of reverting to their native Chinese as a result of Lexia's temper getting out, getting out of being in the United States for only three months. Her transition between languages was flawless and would have impressed many had it not been over a simple laundry mistake. Little brother Chan, however, was not to be outdone. <laughs> How about you put labels on the bottles then? Translation. He argued back. This was the only uniform the school could send me. Have rights. Could, oh my god. Have r- school yeah, start. Not a great sentence. This was the only uniform the school could send me. Right. Have school starting soon. Oh I god. don't want to look like I was bleached. Honest, honestly, you look better when you're looking less noble. Ha-ha. John said with a light laugh. <laughs> Besides. Honestly, might have sounded better in Mandarin. <laughs> That was terrible English. That was so I bad. mean, it, it sounds like trying to do an offensive accent, but that's how it's written. Like, <laughs> this is just bad. This, this is isn't, bad dialogue. This, isn't, this is just This bad. isn't my fault. <laughs> this is, <laughs> can we gather from this point? Is this like a weeaboo or is this an actual like Asian guy? I think, I think Dark Tribal is actually from China. Okay. Are you sure it he didn't just like plug it, it into Google Translate? <laughs> <laughs> I would assume so. I mean, which I mean, you gotta say, if it, if if he's ESL, not terrible, uh, not terrible. Yeah. Room for improvement. <laughs> definitely, definitely room for improvement. Definitely some room for improvement. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could, yeah. Also, yep. he needs to learn what a period is. Yeah. Also, that punctuation <laughs> is key. Besides, it doesn't help you look pretty to begin with. Lexia didn't find it funny and didn't like looking anything more than humble. And since she was, since she and her brother were to start the school the following week, she had to take in the liberty of ordering her uniform early so she could get used to the, to the trying it on, though she made the mistake of leaving it in the laundry room. And the result was rather obvious. This had happened after she had given a speech on how they could make a good first day at the school if they at least tried to look decent. John and his laid-back and carefree attitude, however, made it impossible for her to explain the logic of how one's appearance could lead to a good impression. <laughs> Curse John and his laid-back attitude. He uh-huh. is so laid-back. <laughs> All right, so he's more laid-back? Okay, that's good to know. You really should be less to uptight about that. We have a full weekend to get you a new one. What's the big deal? Lexia put her hands on her hips. Her long raven hair was braided into a tail and was over her right shoulder. You know this could benefit you if you took it more seriously. He wasn't impressed. And be as uptight as you are? No thanks. <laughs> this shouting match continued for more than a minute. Neither twin wanted to give in to the other without ending as abruptly, without 
They ended as abruptly as it started when their foreheads smacked together, their heads having been brought together, though it had not been of their own power. The reason behind that was because of their grandfather, who stood between his two grandchildren and gone unnoticed until now. Both teens recoiled from the disciplinary act, and from first glance, Sean got the worst of it as he had bent down and cradled his head in his hands. Damn it, Grandpa! What was that for? <laughs> Wearing a dark green suit and slacks and being shorter than them, Fan Fawn Long was the walking epitome of, of never judge a book by its being a grandparent he didn't have a wrinkle on his face. <laughs> was there supposed to be a period there? I'll just let you guys know. I'll re redo that because that was kind of confusing. Fawn Long was the walking epitome of never judge a book by its being a grandparent. He didn't have a wrinkle on his face. Only his short white hair and small mustache gave any indication of his age. And even then, the twins were unable to know exactly how old their grandfather was. A single short white hair. <laughs> just a single short just white hair. up on top. <laughs> Yet, they never thought to ask out of respect. Added in the fact that he had appeared without either of them noticing didn't seem to, bo to bother the usual... It was a habit that only their gran grandfather seemed to have. The old man smiled. Shouting could be heard from two are louder than a thunderstorm. The twins did not fail to see the irony in that metaphor. Le Lexia bowed her head in shame. Sorry, grandfather. Jan stood up and did the same. Yeah, sorry about that. There's serious dishonoring going around in this house right now. <laughs> their grandfather raised his hands and placed them on the shoulders of his dead without a further word. Apologize. Onto on his what? Sorry. Onto his did? No, his did. Yeah, D-I-D. D-I-D. His did. The <laughs> grandfather raised his hands and placed them on the shoulders of his did without a further word. His did. Oh, okay, we're just going to move yeah, past all that. All right. <laughs> Moving right English along. English is a second language. Chill. <laughs> At best. Let's hope. Insensitive. Let's Multiculturalism hope realization here, people. I can't handle Not it. Really. It's bad writing. Ugh. <laughs> 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 Apologize for something bigger. Makes a bigger with me. He turned and started to head back to the kitchen, and the twins <laughs> dutifully followed, shoving and pushing. What is this? What's going understand. on? <laughs> shoving and pushing each other with almost every step they took. He led them to the break room on the back on the back of the restaurant. Now then, the restaurant will be opening soon. And since you won't be starting school for a few weeks, you can continue to help out here. He handed the twins a pair of paper bags. She looked inside hers and seemed surprised at the deep red uniform inside of it. Where to be waiters? John saw his uniform in his bag and his shoulders noticeably sagged. What's this crap? Their surprise was genuine, as even though they had lived with their grandfather for nearly six months, they n had never had the option to work in the arriving from China. They had spent their time getting used to the customs of Chinatown, as well as trying to enroll in a was that or get a job, but they were not of age yet. That left only one option open. Man, adapting from the culture of, of Chinatown must be real difficult when you come from China. <laughs> it is so different. It confuses me. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa nodded once. Consider it a punishment for both of you. Lexia shrugged her shoulders. Should have seen this coming, Jean. Sean. Sean. Again, you should have put labels on the damn bottles. 
The girl wanted to retort, but she swallowed her words when she saw the warning her grandfather was giving her. Jean? She looked over her shoulder, but he was already sound of heavy footsteps on the floor above gave away his he didn't feel like doing his new job. Lexi sighed before going to retrieve her brother. An hour after being dragged down from his room by his sister, Jean was really starting to not like his new tedious and slow, but at least he could keep himself moving by doing the trash and taking preferred jobs that kept him moving, and it kept him from thinking too much, which was far more distracting than his daydreaming. Of course, he had to keep his mouth shut about it, otherwise Lexi or his seemingly omnipresent grandpa would reprimand him. This guy needs to learn a lesson about punctuation, like, now. <laughs> this is too much. Uh, he should have learned it before he wrote this thing. <laughs> Yesterday. Did you see the word omnipresent, though? That was, that was a good, that was a good. Okay. We gotta go back in time. Am I got DeLorean? <laughs> Keeping himself moving wasn't hard, hard restaurant. It was more active thought than he had been seeing Friday... <laughs> I feel like he used Google Translate. <laughs> Am I the only I one? Actually, actually, I wouldn't be too surprised if this is Google Translated. Because I don't think uh, I don't think this website allows for non-English he stories. He used Google Translate for the English part, but not the Chinese part. <laughs> well, let me restart there. Keeping himself moving wasn't hard. Restaurant was more active tonight than he had seen being Friday, and all he wasn't, that restaurant known as the White Tiger, was a popular spot in Chinatown, though it was a popular go-to place for anyone outside of Chinatown. It got its fair share of activity. I'm, like, running out of breath. You can read breath. slow enough for that to make yeah. <laughs> So, so the, the, the restaurant's very you. busy, is what I got. John finished taking an order and went to relay to the he reached the back corner. He ran into his sister who was just coming out from the kitchen. She grabbed a train, noticed her brother. How are things going? He shrugged his shoulders. Slow, but I guess that's what we get for being the only two waiters here, eh? The White Tiger was a small establishment, only big enough for six rooms and could hold as many as 30 people at full. The first room after the entrance had two long tables next to the salad bar made for 10 to 12. The other rooms... There were white circular tables oh. that could hold four people. Again, with a the quaint unnecessary place that... exposition. This guy is just terrible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. He's got the understanding of what a Chinese restaurant looks like down. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> He's knows. got it perfectly. <laughs> Uh, the other rooms are white circular tables that could hold four people and a quaint place that, with that Asian charm most people tend to like. Though this was more than aesthetic charm, it was the real white tiger had been a part of the family for multiple generations going back to the time of Chinatown's founding. I don't think the restaurant is big enough for more than a few of Save's grandfather money as well. <laughs> Lexia fixed the buttons on her front of her white tiger standard uniform with, with was a short sleeve cardinal red dress shirt with the imprint of the white tiger head on the back. And Lexia wore a loose black skirt that reached her knees and black had the same shirt, but he would but he wore black's hair, was put up in a bun on the back of her head, and a single long loose tail of her hair went down from it to her style was a unique to her and no one else had still looked good even oh when dressed God. for work. <laughs> she just needs to chill out, Jesus Christ. And John didn't understand how that worked with so little effort, but that was his sister for you. I, I just want to say that no one on this podcast can see it, but it's straining so hard to even get these words out in the correct order. <laughs> Probably doesn't help with a couple beers in. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> man, I've it's been drinking seltz. Water. I've been yeah. drinking sparkling water, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sharp. Yeah, you, gotta, you gotta stop drinking at a job, man. John <laughs> uh, sighed. How much longer of this do we have to put up with? My feet are starting to get sore. 
Looking at her watch on her right wrist, Lexia knew he wasn't going to like the answer. Another two hours. Then it will be closing time. His mouth dropped. Two? For the love of Nihu Jose Zhejiang women, Tikwim Gongzai Bao. That's not the worst pronunciation. Let me see what that's translated to. Uh, do you have to look up Google Translate for No, he, he has the translations in the bottom. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, no, I, I think, I don't think he's, I, okay. I don't know. He says the Chinese translations at the bottom are directly from Google Translate. But that was, you'll live, now let's get back to work. Let me scroll back up. That was a long way to get there. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, that's like four English words. That was like a <laughs> full two sentences worth of Mandarin. Lexia said, not just because she didn't want to hear her brother's complaints, but also she'd rather hear him complain than anything other than the good for business if customers heard the staff complain. Jian sighed. His frown wasn't hidden. <laughs> the doorbell went off and Lexia grabbed the tray, giving one last bit of advice to her brother. Smile more. It'll help pass the time. After greeting the new arrivals and leading them to their table, Lexia went about and her took a moment for Jian to get his feet moving again and they dragged less than before. Jian went to clean a few tables near the front of the he did his sometimes lost his connection and looked out the large windows out in front. It sounds like a video being buffered. It's like <laughs> half of the sentence is just gone. <laughs> Let me restart that. This entire thing feels like it was written on like some like Benzedrine pinch or something. <laughs> it's like a true Jack Kerouac style author. Just every, from straight from the mind right to the key it does no, uh, no filter john went to clean a few tables near the front of the he did his sometimes lost his concentration and looked out the large windows out into the of his latest he noticed a group of three men walking towards the three were caucasian wore black and white jackets and appeared to be in their late teens they're early really yet out of their ordinary about them Though Jean didn't like the <laughs> swagger they had as they walked. Hang on, hang on. So well, they appear to be in their late teens to early really out. So like in between late teens to early really out. So somewhere in between there. That's the age of these guys. Somewhere in between that. <laughs> of the ordinary about them. You forgot that part of, of the clause. Because there's a comma theme there. So it's obviously related. It almost seems like he doesn't know what the backspace button is. Like he gets down one and just doesn't erase it. <laughs> he's like, I, look, I just it's got too keep, late. He's it's got, already he's on got, the computer. He's got to do his head. It's like you have to keep typing and make a coherent story. And he's like, I, I can't look back. I can't look back. I mean, that would be an epic challenge. <laughs> That's how they do it in San Francisco Chinatown, man. Exactly. You get one shot. You get one shot. <laughs> My grandfather's gonna discipline me. <laughs> something, something uh, okay, where were spaghetti. We? <laughs> Make me look attractive in the story. Oh, he looks like a young man. You can only tell by the white hair. Please don't blow my brains out. <laughs> Though Jean didn't like the swagger they had as they walked through, they kept his eyes on them after they entered. Right away, they acted in a way that disturbed, ignored the waitress that had greeted them, and went to a table near the were loud and quickly upset the customers in their immediate vicinity. Near, they were so, loud. When I so first loud. read this, I was kind of skimming it, Clear. and I didn't, re I didn't, they didn't realize how bad 
this was until at one point I stopped and I was like, wait a minute, let me reread that (laughs) sentence. And I realized the sentence was a paragraph. (laughs) I I was like, so if if you're going for a good paragraph. But so it's a marathon you want... <laughs> it runs <laughs> on and then it keeps running on. <laughs> so if you want a good skim read, this is great because you can just infer because you still know what's going on. They went to allow I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I t- I, it's so confused. Oh, yeah. I'm completely lost. Okay. Here's I'll do a quick summary. So they get they got in trouble for yelling at each other. So they started working at the restaurant. Yeah. Some hours go by. Uh, three cool-looking hip teenagers come in, and they take up a table uh, by the windows, okay. and they're really loud and obnoxious. Okay. Oh, I was oddly caught up. Okay. I I guess yeah, I thought I missed something. That actually is the story. I guess he most just of those so sentences. Much plot exposition. Yeah, that's a problem. You guys remember the other one? He 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 literally got out of bed and walked to the bus stop, and that was the same length as this. That was like four thousand words. Yeah, that's a good point. So much pointless exposition. This dude is like the George R. R. Martin of Fickwad. It's like coiled pickle eggs for like three pages, and this guy's like. What I don't get is that the force of nature worked like it it, it made english sense if it you did like, it, it wasn't, wasn't it didn't have marathon <laughs> sentences it, so it i wonder had if that was drinking a little bit when he made this one I was gonna say, this was a week before the other one right so yeah a week before he, maybe he, he just improved super he just, improved a lot so yeah. that's the thing we're seeing the improvement in retrospect so this is where he started and then he made a force of nature the breakout hit that we all love but here's a, here's the problem this is far more interesting than what his new work is so that's I, the problem he has better ideas in this one i don't know so far this one doesn't seem like it's going Anywhere. You, compared I feel like to they're the gonna demon bring... engage wife thing, I mean, I dude. But you gotta love that. You gotta love that that bomb at the end of the story where he, they just at the last <laughs> they're instance, they're just like, wait, I th- <laughs> they're like, by the way, this is all the background, and now the story's over. <laughs> this explains all your questions you had. Uh, it's all answered right here in this one paragraph, and yeah, that's the end. If anyone listening is confused, you gotta take a look at Dak Tribal's latest piece of Force of Nature on Fickwad. It's great. Right away, they acted in that way that disturbed, ignored the waitress that had greeted them, and went to a table near the were loud and quickly upset the customers in their immediate vicinity. Per the rules of the establishment, if they made too much of a ruckus, they would be asked to quiet more warnings, and they would be asked to leave. But it was made apparent to John, at least, that they weren't going to be quiet. I wonder if they were wearing red hats as well, too. You know, just a guess here. (laughs) (laughs) These guys are so annoying and loud. These three white kids come up. (laughs) What was this written? They're really disrespectful in our our establishment. (laughs) As a Caucasian male, I don't deal with a whole lot of, like, racism and stuff, but this is getting oddly derogatory. (laughs) (laughs) Knowing that his sister would want him to go and try and quiet them down, John popped his neck and felt like that was his day was going to be worse. (laughs) The moment she saw her brother going towards the front tables when Lexia stopped serving one of the other waitresses to take over for her. She instantly went towards the front while trying to look the tables where she overheard her brother attempt to calm down the news arrivals. Needless to say, negotiation was not her brother's strong suit. He was used to speaking his mind and being honest about it, but he more often than not caused more trouble than he prevented to mention he was often reckless and didn't really think before he spoke. So in essence, she was waiting for the situation to explode. That's a sense. She didn't, 
So yeah. This guy talks exactly like Dak Treble, right? He's <laughs> yeah. just all over the place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> KU, you in booth, get out of restaurant. The rules say disturbed. <laughs> And they're just like, what are you saying? Dude? Take off those hats. <laughs> Give them to me. We're so confused. She didn't catch what he said after he had asked him to quiet down, but what she did see was one of them give her brother the bird. When his left saw Xan ignore that, but he stood tall when another of the three hoodlums stood up to Xan, towering over him by at least a foot, and looking to be sizing him was the last straw for big sister Alexia, who immediately moved in to help defuse the situation before it became too volatile. She walked up to the table, train hands, and a half a smile on her face. Hello, and welcome to the white. May I serve you? Okay, so it's not the white tiger anymore, it's the white. <laughs> it's just... I guess that's I, Well, that's slang. That could be slang, I guess. It could be slang, I guess. It's the white. Let's go down to the white, bro. You know the white. Well, yeah, would the tiger make more sense? Like, like, let's go to the yeah, tiger, not... I've had, like, literally people, when they refer to the jack-of-the-box, they just call it the box. Like, hey, do you want to go... But the... Uh... Well, you need better friends. <laughs> you know what? Based on all this guy's That's... writing, maybe... Point maybe aside. Maybe to say, hey, whites, not hey, welcome. Ah, uh, yes. Hey, well, welcome, whites. Maybe. <laughs> Reading the denomination. That's a very <laughs> aggressive way to... Hello. Please don't start another... Talk to your <laughs> guests at your restaurant. Hey, whites. Hey, whites. Please don't the spray okay? pet uh, symbols on our thing again. Start smashing all our windows once again. We already had one of those nights here. We're just we trying appreciate. to be. If you keep flicking people off, my brother's going to shout gibberish at you. He's going to grab a wardrobe and then, you know, it's just going to get real ugly, bro. I'm telling you, you just got to get out. So we don't want another one of those kinds of confrontations. That's what's going to happen. We'll get, we'll get this to CNN. Do you think we care? <laughs> That the president's gonna have to come and defend you. It's gonna be awkward for everyone. Listen, I know that we go to the same private Catholic school that you guys go to. <laughs> <laughs> the one guy sitting closest to where Lexia stood grinned obnoxiously up at her. Oh god, annoying teen. <clears throat> uh, yeah, we'd like to have the special three plates of it. <laughs> I'm just. Lexia took down the notes. I'm imagining the kid with that voice, and it just makes sense. So much sense. <laughs> the the, so the kid from the news. Right, yeah. that's exactly what I was trying to go for. Anything else? <laughs> she didn't see it, but the bonehead leaned back in his chair to get a look at Lexia's back, specifically the curve of her lower oh. back. An expression was easily readable, with his mouth making an O and liking what his friends were smitten with Lexia, or more so her physique than anything. Oh. He leaned back in time for her to ask, Do you want anything else? The guy shook his head but kept that stupid smile. Oh my oh, god, god, it's happening! It. <laughs> <laughs> we, just need, we just need a wardrobe, you know, a camcorder, we're good to go. <laughs> Lexia wasn't so, had a feeling that the something lewd. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> Uh, Lexia wasn't had a feeling that something lewd was possibly going on but as she was trying to be professional and prevent trouble Lexia felt she couldn't do anything about it she would try to be the best okay let's try and parse this sentence down because I think you're allowed to insert punctuation if there should be punctuation Lexia wasn't had a feeling that something lewd was possibly going on so she (laughs) wasn't she had a feeling. So she wasn't in the state of having a feeling that something could go wrong. Well, that something but, sexual was going on, basically, right? Yes. 
but she was trying to be professional and prevent trouble, even though she wasn't in that feeling of thinking something was going to happen. I feel like there are 10,000 better ways of saying this. I'm I'm not going to lie. I feel like drunk is even a good enough excuse. Like saying that he's drunk, like doesn't even absolve this at this point. He has to be like on heroin and then I'll buy it. This is heroin level. Oh, no, like. man. I, I've read some pretty good literature written by people on heroin. Actually, <laughs> yeah, the heroin will make a lot a of good sense. Excuse. <laughs> that he's he just try. brain dead. <laughs> I mean, I think he's just learning, man. I think this is one of his first novels. She cast a glance at her brother, and she saw that this was tense. And like he was ready for a had scene that looked many times in the karate could keep him t- her oh temper in check for sure. Hey man, you looking for a had scene? <laughs> Dude, they broke it many times in karate. I'll pull out my wardrobe. We'll make this happen. Dude, this is we'll Chinatown. Everybody does karate in Chinatown. <laughs> Everybody does karate. I painted fences for five years. I'm ready to go. <laughs> that was like the whole deal yeah. of acclimating to the culture. They had to unlearn kung fu and relearn karate. It took a while. Dude, if some guy was like, hey, bro, back off. I painted fences for five years. I'd be like, I'm about to whip this dude's ass. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi, though. That's all you do to learn karate. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe he's going what, what to wax it cars. You had to wax cars yeah. and paint yeah. fences. Wax on, wax, wax off. off. And then the crane kick, yeah. Just to say, the waxing you... had nothing to do with him winning. But, <laughs> okay. No, but then you he can. crane kicks the guy. Like, but then you sweep the, you sweep the leg. You have to wax my lowrider. <laughs> How does this improve me, Mr. Miyagi? Uh, improve? I just wanted to pick up bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> have my, my ride looking slick for the ladies. <laughs> but John, he could be emotional when pushed to a certain limit. Alright, I'll be back. She turned around, she tapped Jan's shoulder as a signal to follow, took him a moment, slight slight hesitation, but he twins moved to the counter, sorry, but he twins moved to the front counter, far enough away from the table so none of the hoodlums could hear, gave the order to the cook, and it would be ready immediately. Jean, you should let me handle this. The young teen slowly exhaled. I can't help but feel... Like I'm going to explode. Keep the memories at bay. The table's in the back of the restaurant, and I will deal with them. She replied in a low voice, taking the newly prepared, pulled her brother closer to her and whispered, Keep your emotions in check. He gave her a look of doubt, but he gave her a hand, an assuring squeeze before moving to the back of the room. Lexia grabbed the food and took them to the table, for they were breaking one of the rules of the restaurant by smoking, which was what the lewd one was doing as she appeared approached the table. Wow. She stopped and gave the guy a stern, a stern look. No smoking in here, please. He smiled at her. Sorry. He put it out by smashing it on the friend's laughter. And <laughs> smashing it on the friend's laughter? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to ignore um, the physical implications of that. All right. Dude, on. that is a hardcore metaphor right there. Is it a metaphor? I think it's just bad writing. <laughs> Isn't it both? Lexia shook her head and bent forward to place the tray on the moment she did when things went wrong. She set the tray down and felt air on the back as she could fully realize that she felt a firm 
A hand firmly grab grab her hip under her skirt. Uh, Normal reaction oof. to an oof. bad move. That is, mm-mm. yeah. It's getting heavy. My brother knows karate. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Normal reaction to an unwanted group would have been a squeal and subsequent smack to the assailant from the female. However, was not a normal girl. She stood up slowly with the tray in her left hand, balancing three glasses of water, her expression showing how cross she was, but she didn't do anything about, least not yet. Would you not? The obvious harsh tone in her voice seemed to go unnoticed by the three. The lewd guy who had been eyeballing her before was the one... The one with the hand on her expected. Just enjoying dessert a little early, oh honey. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. he, he, Dak Tribal nailed the gross sling right oh, there. Jesus. Like, that is some good. She smacked his hand away. The guy across the table stood up and got close to was a smoker as well as she could smell it. <laughs> what was that? Okay, that was a non sequitur if I've ever. <laughs> what? Okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> this is driving me crazy. problem, man. Like, Don't tell me about it. <laughs> we'll take dessert to go. <laughs> oh my. He said with a snicker. Oh my God. Lexia's eyes narrowed. I'm not a dish for you to enjoy. Ooh. The guy who had groped her before reached for her again. This time, Lexi would not allow, had finally had enough. With a tray in her left hand, she tossed it up in the air, glasses and all, and what happened next so fast, the three didn't see it coming. After tossing the tray into the air, Lexi grabbed the groper by the wrist, pressing her thumb into the pressure point where the wrist met the hand and twisted it back. Guy howled in pain and was soon tossed out of his seat and onto the, his back on the guy sitting next to the groper, tied to, tried to stand, but Lexi's athletic flexibility allowed her to kick him with her right leg across the was forced back into the, his last one standing in front of her, had his eyes on the tray, and was unable to notice Lexius kicked him square in the chest, and he flew back a few feet before landing on and the settled onto her feet in time to catch the tray with her right hand, as well as all three glasses. When they landed on the tray, fixed her skirt with her left hand, appearing to be as casual as one could look after what had transpired. This was all definitely Jeez, written oh on, like, a coding binge at 4 a.m. in the morning. I'm telling I believe in the grandfather with the gun story a lot more. It's like now you have to make a new cool action scene. Ah fuck ah he's kicking and there's a tray please don't kill me. Correct me if I'm wrong, but she does Spider-Man 1 that stuff. Oh, like, yeah. McGuire, totally, like, yeah. That was Spider-Man 1. <laughs> Maybe he was watching Spider-Man 1. And he was like, I could have been like, watching this the Raimi good series. Shit. I could use this. I could, I could, <laughs> I could, I could use this. I, I could steal this verbatim. <laughs> It's like when people try to like you know write down what you're saying and like they can't get some of the words, so it just looks like a jumbled mess. Looked- so wait, are you trying to say he was trying to verbatim describe a scene in Spider-Man? Yep. <laughs> he ended up with that. Yeah. He's like, I like, feel like I'm missing movie, some words. The movie here, was but... just going. I don't know. It's the, the best movie was I just got. going too fast. I don't want to go back and like you know try and pause the movie. I mean, it just keeps going. I already you know? returned yeah. it. It was a rental. What do you want from me? <laughs> I, uh, I rented it on iTunes. <laughs> 23 hours ago. I have a VCR. I I don't want to cast the rewind button. You know? I don't know where to go back to. It's not my fault that all the buttons on the remote are in English and I can only speak Chinese. (laughs) Such is my note. This guy's uh, uncle's about to die. So, just heads up. Oh, yeah. That's right. He's going to start a rice company. What the hell? 
said the guy who was now nursing a badly bruised jaw. The other hoodlum, the lewd one who was lying on the ground, had an expression that showed how surprised he was that a petite girl had just handed handled him with relative ease, not to mention just stalked his friend without moving a step from where she stood. You stupid bitch. <laughs> 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 he tried to get back up but she stomped her left foot onto his sternum to pin him down she peered down at him looking guy felt like he was looking up at an angry god upon a mountaintop and he felt tiny in comparison Leo July. I think that's uh where where is it I think that's Lu Jailai yeah Lu Jailai something like that uh, <laughs> it says stay put that's we're what doing it means. the best we can here okay <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry for anyone who knows Mandarin is listening to this because they're probably so confused, like that you not say. If anyone that, wants I... to provide us with a accurate pronunciation guide, we will re-record this entire episode. No, we won't. That's a lot of work. I don't. So, want so one thing, I, I I don't I don't think this guy's ESL. I don't think he is because um, his other stories do not have any Mandarin in them at all. I'm all. pretty sure this guy's and, just a weeaboo. I, I think I said I think yeah. I said in the last and, one and there's like a one hundred percent chance. Well, because he said there's no traffic white. in Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he clearly he clearly has not been to Tokyo. <laughs> or any Asian city, let alone. You know, that reminds so, me of Beijing. You just walk across, there are no people there. It is very sparsely populated. I was only in Tokyo for a short amount of time for a long time a long time ago, but one thing that stuck with me was how terrible the traffic <laughs> was all the time. <laughs> it is, but also it is not, not he, he instead of putting like the Mandarin characters in and then putting like the Latin characters next to it, he just put the Latin characters in and then Google translated them to English. So I'm assuming he put the things he wanted to say in English into Google Translate and then made Mandarin. I bet he just made it all the, up. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he just made it yeah, up. I, I imagine like somehow the Mandarin is still worse than his English writing. <laughs> it's gotta be. So it's like complete that's what I'm saying. So like I'm thinking he took English, put it into Google Translate, because the English sentence is actually from the translated part sounds like a real sentence. It sounds way better than most of his sentences. So I'm assuming he he had to have come up with that. There's no way Google Translate would make something that a sentence like normal but maybe he's studying mandarin like, dude what are you going for man like, <laughs> well fucking guess like, it's... he obviously isn't studying well, english so so do you guys expect uh a sexual harassment and then a badass fight scene? no is that the end no no we still got some oh, time okay so we you never know with that. <laughs> you never know with that. I expected tribal. it to end as soon as they brought the tape, the food to the guys. <laughs> I didn't think we we're gonna make it this far. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like a weird stream of consciousness, right? <laughs> Where like just does what is happening. Time. What if he has the Elon Mustang and he's just he's just thinking of the story and it's just a really buggy software, so it's just sending his thoughts directly to figma.com oh, and he can't stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like Musk is just saying, they're like, yeah. I, I, I want to think that <laughs> we'll create I the best think fiction. That the no punctuation and all the non sequitur and the bad grammar is just like, like a really high concept, like postmodernist take on like literature. <laughs> like he's de- this is a postmodern. <laughs> he's take. deconstructing like language <laughs> and like grammar. You know, <laughs> what is a story even? <laughs> uh. 
The third guy, who had been kicked across the floor, got back to his feet and charged at Lexia, and a blind didn't get far as Jan stretched out his leg, and the guy fell flat on his face and chest, and his nose broke and started to ooze from his nostrils, and he was whining in pain. <laughs> oh, my sound- face! Jean <laughs> 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 had silently approached the area without his sister's knowledge, intending to give her a hand if she needed berate him later for getting involved but she was outnumbered at the moment and another set of hands would be teenage boy went and kneeled next to the guy his sister was standing over my sister basically said for you to stay down or you'll regret it that translation wasn't totally true only half right to be exact but that wasn't the martial arts had proven the point regardless of what (laughs) words she spoke afterwards (laughs) I will now ask to leave and not come back, she said in a threatening tone. The three were still like statues, frozen in nothing short of fear. (laughs) Or else we'll hurt you for real, said Jean, standing back up. The guy Jean had tripped made him exit quickly, as did the one with the loose scrambled over the table, ignoring the pleas of his remaining friend, and Rand just left the guy who had groped Lexia, who was currently under the girl's foot, and Rahil was digging into his chest, causing him a stinging that Lexia was pressing down, as well as putting a majority of her weight (laughs) on him made the pain let up long enough for him to scurry away. And without a word, he followed his... Uh, this is so hard. This is hard. <laughs> he followed his friends. Where the twins stood, they saw the troublesome trio run across the street like their lives depended on it. Lexia set the tray on the now empty table and fixed her skirt while her brother appeared awfully pleased with himself despite doing very little in the confrontation. Was more pleased to have gotten rid of the troublemakers without too much of an incident, though the fact that they had crossed paths with the sister's temper made the outcome even sisters wasn't a girl to cross on her best day. (laughs) But to make her mad enough to strike a few idiots was a sight to behold. You handled those guys with ease, sis, he said, giving a nod of approval. Lexia, however, didn't seem to be rejoicing what she had just gone through. Don't be like that. What's wrong? They won't be coming back at any time, so thanks to what we did. Lexia gave an audible sigh. That cut. Yeah. I was just saying, like, obviously they're not coming back. You, you just assaulted three people <laughs> in your restaurant. <laughs> like, that's what that was. To be fair, she did get grub. So, I mean. It was only a soul after a soul. I'm not saying she's in the wrong. I'm just saying the White Tiger is about to have a whole lot of losses. (laughs) It's going to be an interesting, interesting court case. This woman woman came up and attacked me. I was just a good Catholic boy who was just sitting there. And then this mean person just came up and started beating me. Objection, Your Honor. She's a Catholic girl. I can. I think we can all admit that that's going to be way too good of English for this court case. <laughs> I was just, you know, sitting there with my hat and, you know, just being a good angel. What did your are. hat say? I don't think that's What important. did your hat say? <laughs> what color, what was, color your hat was your hat? <laughs> okay, it wasn't blue. Was it green? <laughs> no. Was it? Was it was yellow? It, no. Was it red? We're going to have to move this to arbitration. (laughs) Case dismissed. Case dismissed. (laughs) Lexia gave an audible sigh that cut her brother's sentence short. The fact that we stood up to them could mean trouble in the future. We could get the shit suit out of us. No, that that wasn't in the story. We're we're, we're surprisingly prescient on a lot of this. I'm going to ad-lib that one. (laughs) 
<laughs> what do you mean? Typical gangs are not just three. There are always and stronger ones in the hierarchy. <laughs> the? Their nose stood up to them. And now they have reason to seek is what I am worried about. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> now this is the best. If you do not understand <laughs> it's me, the best. you are this just racist. <laughs> this is the best sentence in the entire story. Despite the clear and calculated message, it's <laughs> 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 to him. <laughs> it was so clear. I do not understand and calculate. I, there was nothing I clear, it was so clear but why, or calculated why do, about that sentence. I feel so stupid because this is such a clear and calculated message, but I don't get it. Oh my God. John didn't seem to be the least bit worried. Sounds like the cliche plot to a 90s action film to me. <laughs> be s- Definitely be started serious. to sound a little bit like Enter the Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Be serious, Jean. Jean shook his head and finally broke the ice on something that he had been wanting to say for quite a while, though he spoke in a whisper so only his sister could hear. You know, if it ever got that serious, we only need to use the power of the storm. The expression Lexia gave when she heard Wait, the power that of was the, stro- the, the storm. storm. Right. Which is what the grandpa said in the beginning, like something about a thunderstorm. Is this the irony they were talking about with the thunderstorm? Because I was like, (laughs) what's ironic about that? (laughs) Now it makes sense. (laughs) Okay, all right. It only took 2,000 words to get to the joke. Yeah, it was really jumped. Good for us. (laughs) Who was it ironic for? Like the author? (laughs) That's the only... (laughs) Okay, okay. Imagine if you were reading like a Stephen King novel and then he made a joke in chapter two and then 800 pages later in chapter 19 he was like by the way the punchline to that joke boom dead cat like, oh, oh. The payoff would be amazing gonna be honest i would have forgotten after 800 pages <laughs> that's just me i guess uh. the expression lexia gave when she heard that was one of horror never that would be too much not to mention get us into even more storm is not to be used so meaninglessly. Jean huffed. What's the point of having that power if we can't use it for anything? You know why. His sister fired back. That should not be what worries you. <laughs> what does this have to do with the story so far in, in any form? Okay. The twins stopped and turned to see their grandfather standing behind had gone completely unnoticed for the last minute, having snuck up on his two grandchildren shortly after the fight. Had was holding uh, a menu against his chest. Uh, okay. Let's see how the menu comes into this. Grandfather, we didn't notice you. Lexia said, clearly surprised, as he was sincerely hoped that he didn't hear there was expecting a tirade immediately after this. Instead, she was met with something else. While you two were dealing with one table, I was taking care of three others. So here's the moral of the story. Odd flex, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) What's the moral of the story? Yeah, what's the moral? Oh, so don't get in fights with 
annoying white kids because you're gonna forget to do your fucking job and that's why you're really there and you're really there to serve people a and water that's fish, capitalism is... <laughs> <laughs> making this so political soren hey i can't help it <laughs> That's really but, um, I really can't. I, I really I, I gotta say, I gotta recommend for anyone listening who hasn't had water boiled Szechuan style fish uh, and you're near a Chinese restaurant like the one described, uh, this is a plug. I am plugging water boiled Szechuan mm-hmm. fish. It's wonderful. Might be called crazy fish or fancy fish or rainbow fish or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I do I like thought, I like rainbow it? rolls. Does that count? Nope. You said water boiling, but I've never thought like that implies that you could boil it in something else. <laughs> you don't want it now. <laughs> Which I, I, I don't boiled. think is true. <laughs> but yeah, that's just a quick plug. He uh, Lexia shook her head and didn't bother. Wasn't need to do so, as her grandfather had no doubt seen all all that had gone. Merely bowed her head in shame. Put his hand on his granddaughter's shoulder. No need to be that way, Lexia. You handled them accordingly. He then turned to Jean. As for you, Jean, you showed restraint before and chose not to lay a finger on that I commend. He tapped Jean's arm lightly. No need for trash talk when you did very little. (laughs) The old man went around and back towards the kitchen and heard his grandchildren quietly laughing behind him. Please return to your duties, or else I'll punish you some more. <laughs> the end. Oh. <laughs> wow, I didn't think I was going to make it that there. Was... <laughs> Getting close to the end. That was rough. That was mean, Jesus Christ. My brain. Dak Tribal, man. I love your stuff, but you, this was. You I know, love you. I lost I a few IQ you. points there along the way. <laughs> this, this was. I laughed a lot, but man, was that painful. Oh, that was so hard. At first, I was like, I guess, I guess, kept on getting so confused at what was going on. <laughs> at one point, I just realized it's because it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> so, so how this story plays out is we just watched a race war get started. Between in, in the people that work at White Tiger, yeah, and some some white and some kids. some punks. Guys, okay. I think this literally was just you know like a CNN you know news report that we see you know in our daily thing, and it was you know we didn't realize the entire context of it. So you know, this is just an unreported MAGA kid thing. Hey, you weren't supposed to say it. We were being uh, very sneaky. Damn it! I I ruined it. <laughs> no, we gave it away. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we are dated. There could be another group to of people. To be fair, we dated ads. at the very beginning when we said it was a recent means. story. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. But um so yeah, I mean Dag Tribal mainly gotta work on periods, man. That's probably I'd say number one periods. Number oh, two, start putting words in sentences yeah. that make sense. Honestly, Dag, it seems like you have a tentative understanding of the English language in general. <laughs> Honestly, Dag, I think your talents lie somewhere besides writing. I'm just gonna say. I, I, uh, have you ever I, tried like drawing? Anything else, really? You gotta be better. <laughs> anything else? I mean, but that's the thing. His other one wasn't as bad. Uh, so do we give our ratings now? Because that's a zero out of five, man. Yeah. That so was... remember when I remember when I gave a two out of five on a force of nature because I thought we could go lower. <laughs> This is it. <laughs> this yeah, is I, the I lower. Right. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is one out of five. five. 
What out of five? No, Harry I don't even, gi- I don't even give it a one. Story that we listened to earlier today, because that one at least like was kind of put together. I actually was like intrigued and stuff like that, and this one had none of that. Yeah. Well, you know what? I bet I can prove to y'all. We won't do this tonight. Maybe some other day. There's another Dax Tribal story out there. I got. I still think and it can go it, lower, uh, so that's why I'm giving it a one out of five Harry Potters. But I, I don't I know. Can... There were points where I was frustrated, and I have not felt that yet. There are a lot of bad, the... bad works of fiction on the internet. We are only scratched the surface. I'm still giving it zero. I'll give many zeros. I don't care. He was definitely drunk on this one. I think so because this other one is not. I mean, it's not good, but it's not like gibberish for 3,000 words yep. or 4,000 words. That was 4,000 words. That was awful. <laughs> that. that was really long. It depends on your it, definition of gibberish. It was but... definitely <laughs> missing some words in there. I'll say that much. <laughs> I, it should have been around five to 6,000 yeah, words he, in my opinion. Just with basic insertions. Let's just think about this. Like, How much? How many pages is 4,000 words? Like, How much is a page per word? Uh, that's about five, that's about five the pages word documents pages. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm saying, yeah. like, if you're doing, like, so when we do, like, an essay, right? Like, imagine an essay. Like, what do we usually do? Like, what? 2,500 if you do single, words? If you do, if you do double space, I had, I think, my short story, uh, 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 Abdul Al-Razed, he, um, uh, that was, I think, 6,000 words, and I think it was, like, 10 word Yeah, that max. sounds about right. Not much. So that's... That was, like, a, a heavy yeah. max. And that was, that was with some funny formatting, too, so probably, like... Six I want to say I've written a, a, doc, a thousand ten novel pages, long, a thousand word page essay before, and it was like two pages or something like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, especially if you do single spacing. And yeah, all that. it depends. That was awful. That was I am bad. So I'm actually like, it was like you know, this, I laughed at it, but that like people might be confused because I laughed a lot. This is terrible. <laughs> like I was laughing at how bad it is. It wasn't like you know laughing with it. Like that first story, I was laughing with it. Th- this the first one, one was oh good. So the thing about this one is okay. The Force of Nature. It was more well written, but the plot went nowhere. This this one had a plot, but it was just it was written like like something that came out of my asshole. <laughs> like I, I think I, I think I, Jesus, I think so I realize I care more about writing, like it actually making sense, than I do about you know the con the ghost show. Uh, at that level, know. yeah, me too. I was getting an aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> like, you mean <laughs> Jesus Christ? Oh my like, God! I actually surprisingly didn't stumble as much. I mean, I. I I thought I was going to stumble quite a bit. I think you did as good a job as anyone possibly It could. does sound like I'm stumbling if you're just listening to it. I thought That's, you were stumbling at first. I didn't realize it was just written, <laughs> written that right. badly. I was like, geez, are just you missing some words? Just thought it was my racist action. <laughs> I also thought that, too. <laughs> I, I owe an apology to both of you guys. It's not your fault. It's the author's fault. The author sucks. It, it's not... You guys are fine. Um, you guys are see, fine. you gave the author the benefit of the I doubt. I did. I shouldn't have. <laughs> I should remember what podcast I'm on. <laughs> We're looking for buried gems, so we didn't find it here. Honestly, that other one, no world, no people, no problems, that, that yeah, was going to make it. I think this one could also make it. Somebody needs to get in contact so, with Penguin Publishers about the other one. That's Yeah. Chaotic Neutral, uh, you got you got our recommendation. Dak Tribal. He has... We love you, man. You just got to kick the pizza. 
or just or just or you can keep the benzo just don't write <laughs> no 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 if he does keep the benzos he should write yeah, but he should do like the, 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 the burrows type the <laughs> i want him to keep writing i'm gonna i will keep reading if you keep making stuff uh dak i will and hey man if, if you can every keep doing one. the benzos and keep writing it can work out for you but <laughs> It, yeah, it's a if, long if, shot. if the first two stories were separated by a single week, you're about two months away from being earnest. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Actually. You've made a lot of progress in two, in a couple. What was it? What was the time frame? A week? Two weeks? A week? About a week? Yeah, yeah. He he's about <laughs> he's about a month away from Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> yeah, with that with that with that growth. <laughs> Okay, this is my theory. I have a fan theory. It came up. It, okay, it came theory? up for me Make at the end fic? when they were talking about the storm stuff. The reason, the reason that all of these stories seem like they end on a really weird note, like just when you started to figure out the backstory, is because they're all part of a shared universe, and there's going to be an adventure style, <laughs> an adventure so style. Uh, what is it? A crossover like, thing where all of yeah, his characters like a, a big come crossover together. event. Yeah. Magumi Takaru, Takaru, and Lexia and John and Magumi, Grandpa. I mean, I would be very. I I I would be super happy. This guy just needs to keep. But the thing is, is that. The writing style, like you know, like is based on what character enters the room. So you know, oh like it just becomes. So, it, so whenever Jean comes in, it's just complete nonsense. Oh He's like developing different comic books, but you know, through through oh style. Jesus. I can't handle it. It's too bad. So I think what I averaged out to about point two five out of five Harry Potters. Did did anybody give it a one? Uh, I think I gave it a one. Okay. Sword gave I it gave a it a one. Gary gave it a one. I think we can go lower than this still. <laughs> I think you guys are underestimating think, the internet. I I don't know why I can't do negative points. I'm not going to lie. I mean, to be fair, just how, we'll yeah, we'll just keep going how, down negative. <laughs> to be, if the Harry Potter scale is not wide enough for us, we can move on to the Game of Thrones scale or the... That's, the, uh, I, I'd slow my whole horses yeah, here. Yeah, let's know? calm we down. Or the Encyclopedia Brown scale. The whole the, point of the Harry Potter uh, scale is that it's... Hardy Boys scale. Okay, we could do Hardy Boys scale. But the whole point of Harry Potter scale was that it wasn't unfeasible that we could find something as good as Harry right, Potter on the right. internet. Right, like, right. That of is Thrones. true. I think not because can. there's right. good authors on the internet per se, but just because Harry Potter is not really that good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, you just... Uh... We need to edit that out. <laughs> and that, and that I don't care what like you say. Two-thirds of our listeners, man. <laughs> I'm so uh, that's when we uh, dock Soren, so <laughs> that all the angry Harry Potter. Just saying, there's a reason we're not doing. I think I said us. this before, but there's a reason we're not doing this on a scale of five grapes of wrath. It's because we're not fighting anyone to, on that level. To any angry Harry Potter fans listening to this, I just want you to know that I painted fences for five years, so <laughs> don't leave me alone. Hey, I know, uh, I know, uh, I know, <laughs> I know the storm. <laughs> I don't know anything. I just I just don't like Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm perfectly content with you guys assaulting Soren. I'm not going to lie, me. so go ahead. Come at me. It's mediocre at best. Come at me. 
<laughs> oh my god you, you just mapped it you just you just freaking mapped harry potter go ahead and check the uh, comment section for soren's address <laughs> did you guys yeah, just we'll fucking dox it. me what the fuck we're gonna dox <laughs> you bro <laughs> i mean they they were gonna do it anyways i mean yeah we're just trying to help them out well that's probably all the time well it's we been a pleasure talking tonight. to you guys it's pretty late over here in alaska so <laughs> Guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, see you next time, uh, guys. On the the you good? Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, the stories you know they might take off, and if you have any other stories you think might take off, feel free to email them to us at barrygympodcast at gmail dot com.